So that's the F is fear the Lord. O is obedience. And C, C is, this is a phrase that came to my heart this week. Condemnation, not even a thing this year. It's not even going to be a thing for me this year. I am not going to entertain the thoughts of condemnation. I am not even going to entertain these thoughts. I am not even going to dwell on these thoughts of condemnation that I'm not good enough, that I'm not smart enough, that I can't make it. I am not allowing thoughts of condemnation ruin my year, my day, my moments. Because because of what Christ has done, I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. Romans 8.1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation, no judging guilty of wrong for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk and live not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the Spirit. We don't walk under the dictates of the flesh any longer. longer. We walk after the Spirit. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if I am experiencing condemnation in my life, it is because I have not fully experienced or I have forgotten who God is in my life. That I am the righteousness of God. That I have right standing with Him. So this year, condemnation, it's not even going to be a thing for me. I'm not going to allow it to ruin or reign in my life. So let's go to Romans 6, 14 through 18. For sin shall no longer exert dominion over you. For you are not under the law as slaves, but under grace as subjects of God's favor and mercy. What then? Are we to sin and because we live not under the law, but under God's favor and mercy? Certainly not. Do you not know that if you continually surrender yourself to anyone's will, you are the slave to him who you obey, whether it's sin that leads to death or obedience that leads to righteousness. But thank God you were once slaves to sin, now you have become obedient. Now we are obedient to God with all our heart to the standard of teaching which I was instructed and to which you were committed. And now we, as Christians, born-again Christians, we have been set free from sin and have become servants of righteousness. Now we have become servants of righteousness. We have right standing with Him. We are no longer condemned. Condemnation, say it with me, condemnation, not even going to be a thing this year for me. It's not allowed in my life. It is not going to ruin my year. It's not going to take one moment from me. As I come to Him and as I have relationship with my Father, condemnation is not a, a point, not, is not a part of my relationship with God. If there's condemnation, that feeling of burden or heaviness, it is not from Him because I have been set free from sin. I'm no longer under the slave, the slavery, the power of sin. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm no longer a slave to worry about not being good enough, not being smart enough, not being Christian enough, not being saved enough. Those are all lies of the enemy. I am saved once I was saved. I was sealed with the power of the Holy Spirit. And now I have a right relationship with my Father. So let's go to Colossians 2. 
Colossians 2, 10 through 14, it says, And you are in him and made full, having the fullness of life. And you are filled with the Godhead, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature. And he is the head of all rule and authority of every angelic principality and power. In him I was also circumcised with a circumcision, not made with hands, but in a spiritual circumcision performed by Christ, by stripping off the body of the flesh. Thus you were circumcised, you were buried with him, and you were also raised with him to a new life through him, your faith and working of God as displayed when he was raised up from the dead. And you who were dead in trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, the sensuality, your sinful and carnal nature brought to life together with Christ, having freely forgiven us all of our transgressions and having canceled and blotted out and wiping away the handwritten note with its legal decrees and demands, which were in force and stood against us. This note with its regulations and decrees and demands, he set it aside and cleared it completely out of our way and nailing it to the cross. So we were dead in our sin. We were dead in our trespasses, but now we are in him. And everything that was written against me, every piece of evidence that the devil had against me that said, Kara, you're not good enough. Kara, look what you've done. Kara, look what you're going to do. Kara, you can never make it. All of those failures of the past, all of the failures that have happened in my life, all the things that are of sin in my life, they have all the mistakes that I've made, all of the mess ups that I've made, all of that has been nailed to the cross once for all. Jesus Christ's eternal work is finished. So I can say condemnation, it's not even gonna be a thing for me this year. That is not what I'm gonna focus on. I'm not gonna focus on condemnation. I'm not gonna focus on myself and my shortcomings. I'm gonna focus on Jesus Christ. So I can say, I am not guilty. So this makes me think about a couple of weeks ago, I was called into jury duty. And what's the whole point of jury duty? Being in that courtroom, being with all these jurors, they lay out the evidence, you hear the testimonies because you are deciding whether the people are guilty or not guilty. And you come up with your decision, but the final say is the judge. The judge has the final say, amen. We can. Look at this in the spiritual side. The judge has the final say. The Father, the Heavenly Father has the final say. And he looks at us and he says, not guilty. He looks at all the evidence and he, all he sees is the blood of Jesus. He says, not guilty. I am healed. I am saved. I am as white as snow. So in Isaiah 1.18, it says, Come now, this is the Lord, the Lord. He's talking to, to us as, as believers. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. And though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. And though they are red like crimson, they shall be like wool. The blood of Jesus washes us white as snow. The Father's saying, Come, let us reason together. What does that mean? It says, show him the evidence. He wants to see, what, what is the evidence that I have that I am in right relationship with him? It's not my works. It's not because I'm good enough. It's not because of anything I've done or my name or who I am. 
outside of Christ, it's because of the blood of Jesus that I can say condemnation, not even a thing this year. It's not even a thing this year because my father, he loves me, he made a way. And when he looks at all the evidence, the heavenly father says, not guilty. Kara, you are not guilty. So let's look at Romans 8, 1 in the Passion Translation. It says, now the case is closed and there remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one. For the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointed one of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. For God achieved what the law was unable to accomplish because the law was limited by the weakness of human nature. Now we are no longer under the law of sin and death. And that accusing voice, the accuser of the brethren, the devil, he no longer has a say in our life unless we let him. Condemnation does not have a say in our life unless we let it. So just a few points about condemnation. Condemnation is immobilizing. It's like fear. It's like terror. It tries to get you to not do anything. Oh, I can't do anything because I don't know. I don't know if I've done enough and I don't know if I can do enough and I don't know what, where I stand in my relationship with God. But with him fearing the Lord, putting him first, obeying his word, there's a rest and a freedom in that. Condemnation is being sin conscious. Condemnation is prideful. This is something that speaks to me personally. Kara, when you're being condemned, when you're allowing condemnation to speak over what God has said, that's pride. Condemnation is prideful. Condemnation is prideful in the way that it is me entertaining that Christ's finished work on the cross, his burial, his resurrection, was not enough. I'm going to say that one more time. Condemnation being prideful in my life and me holding on to that over what the Word of God says. It's me entertaining thoughts that Christ's finished work on the cross, His burial, His resurrection was not enough. And yet in John 19.30 when, jo when Jesus hung on the cross, He said, it is finished. If the work is finished, what could I add to it? Works. That's all it is. Condemnation. It just motivates me to try to work harder, to try to do something that I was never intended to do. Condemnation is a burden that Christ never intended me to bear. He gave his life so that I could be in right relationship with him. Matthew 11, 27 through 30 says, And all things have been entrusted and delivered to me by my Father. And no one fully knows and accurately understands that the Son, except for the Father. And no one fully knows and understands the Father, except for the Son. And anyone to whom the Son deliberately wills to make him known. So come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will give you ease and I will relieve and, and refresh your souls. Take upon my yoke and learn of me, for I am gentle and humble, and you will find rest and relief and ease and refreshment and recreation and blessed quiet for your soul. For my yoke is wholesome, not hard, hard, harsh, 
not harsh, hard, sharp, pressing, but comfortable and gracious and pleasant. And my burden is light. What would be a burden to other people is not a burden to you because he has already made a way for you to do whatever he has put in front of you. The context of the scripture, it's not in a doing, it's about being in relationship with him. He said, no one can know the Father unless they know me. And no one can know me, this is Jesus, no one can know me unless they know the Father and unless I reveal it to him. So Jesus has died, he was buried, he rose again so that we could know the Father. And he's saying, come to me. He is beckoning you. Condemnation keeps you at arm's length and says, you're not good enough. You haven't read enough. You're not in the right church. You've missed it too much. Maybe you've gone through something that the world says, and maybe even some people in the church, they said that's irreparable. You are too broken. But Jesus is saying, come to me and I will give you rest. He said, my burden is light and my yoke is not hard. It's not hard for him. Condemnation is a burden you were never supposed to bear. It's too heavy for you. It's the burden of carrying around sin and no one was made to carry sin. No one was made to take care of sin except for Jesus Christ himself. He dealt with sin in hell and on the third day he rose again. Jesus literally went to hell. He took care of the sin and he rose again with the victory that he won. The victory that he won and he gave it to us as believers. That's why it was better for him to go away. So he says, my yoke is wholesome and my burden is light. It's light. Condemnation is too heavy and it's a burden you were never meant to bear. So the F in focus is to fear him, to put him first. Obedience is obeying his word, having that fear of the Lord, getting wisdom from him. It, it makes you want to obey. God, this is a better plan. When you obey, when you fear the Lord and you get his wisdom, you want to obey because you see, this is a way better plan than anything that I could have come up with. And then see, as you are walking along, you can say condemnation. When those thoughts of condemnation, man, I made this list of all these things I wanted to do. And let's say it's March or April or May. And you're like, I haven't even done one thing on this list. You can say, you know what, condemnation, it's not even a thing this year. I don't have to do anything for Jesus Christ to have already died for me. He already did. He was already buried. He, always, he already rose again and he is coming back for me. And knowing that and experiencing that love and that grace and him out reaching out his hand to us it makes us want to do something for the kingdom experiencing that freedom from condemnation it will bring quiet and rest to your soul jeremiah 6 16 says and the lord says stand by the roads and look and ask for the eternal paths where the good old way is then walk in it and you will find rest for your soul. You will find rest for your soul as you walk hand in hand with him. Condemnation will make you draw back and say, I, I can't. Jesus, I haven't done enough. And Jesus is saying, I'm here. I'm here. I already paid the price. I want to be with you. I want to be in relationship with you. Take my hand and let's walk these eternal paths. He said in the Psalms, it says that he will show us the paths of life. 
and you will find rest for your soul, as it says here in Jeremiah. As we follow the path that he has for us, we grab hold of the hand of Jesus and say, yes, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Condemnation will not rule me. We can have rest for us, our soul as we're rooted and grounded in that knowledge of him, the love of God, the knowledge of the love of God. Thank you.